Good morning, everybody. It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talking about sports every day. I'm tired of these guys, these two guys that we're going to talk about today, Lamar Jackson and Anthony Davis. These guys have top five talent in their professional field, but these guys are complacent. We're going to start with Anthony Davis. The NBA don't make mistakes, but they give a lot of credit to guys that didn't deserve credit. Anthony Davis, to me, did not deserve to be on that 75th anniversary team. And here's why. Even when Anthony Davis is healthy, motivated, damn right great, he has top five talent, but he's complacent. Since the Lakers won a championship in the bubble, I have not seen AD be that dominant. At all. And it's like, to me, how can you call yourself a top 75 player, but you weren't dominant? Anthony Davis is supposed to be in the MVP and Defensive Player of the Year conversation every year. Every year. But because of that run that the Lakers had, he just said, I'm cool with, you know, being in Space Jam. I'm cool with, you know, winning that one championship. AD, I'm going to give you some names of guys that played for the Lakers that weren't complacent. Shaquille O'Neal is responsible for the, one of the Lakers' three-peats. Paul Gasol is responsible for being a part of the back-to-back championships. Will Chamberlain is responsible for helping Jerry West get over the hump and win a championship. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is responsible for helping Magic Johnson and the Los Angeles Lakers bring five of those things. Five. You see where I'm going with this, AD? These guys, individually, well, Paul Gasol was good, but became better when he came to L.A. But Shaq, was a top 50 player when he was in Orlando and came to the Lakers and became an MVP and finals MVP. Will Chamberlain was arguably one of the greatest big men to ever play the game before he came to the Lakers. He scored 100 points. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the GOAT, won a championship before he came to L.A., won numerous MVPs before he came to L.A. So this notion of complacency is robbing you of greatness of being in that same conversation. You said you haven't touched a basketball since April. I wouldn't even have said nothing like that. That tells me right then and there you don't want to be great. Why are you tweeting stuff like that? Keep that to yourself. Matter of fact, instead of tweeting, maybe you should be in the gym working out so you can at least stay on the floor for 60 games. That's asking... That's that's not even asking a lot. That's sad that loyal Lakers fans, loyal basketball fans, even your fans, got to hope and wish that you last on the floor for 60 games. Are you kidding me, man? 60 games? That ain't nothing. Take a page out of Joel Embiid's book. Since Doc Rivers been there and he's told Joel Embiid instead of eating five cheeseburgers, eat a half a cheeseburger. 
but either Salah as well. Joel Embiid has been in the MVP conversation for the last two years. He's been battling with Jokic, Giannis, for the last two years, fighting for MVP. And he's still going to be fighting for the next two more years. Barred injury. You're not even in the conversation, let alone the stratosphere of the conversation. When you played in the bubble AD, when you first got to the Lakers, you were dominant. You were hungry. Where's that hunger? You can't say you want to be great, but don't have the hunger to back that greatness up. You can say, oh, I'm cool with, you know, Space Jam. You know, cool with, you know, that one championship. The guys that I named previously, some of those guys like Paul and Shaq and Kareem weren't satisfied with just winning one. They wanted to win multiple, and those guys won multiple. But you, I don't know if you want to win multiple. You're just satisfied with just being average. LeBron James ain't getting no younger. Russell Westbrook is not getting no better. You have to say, you know what, LBJ, I got us. I got to average 30 points, 13 rebounds, three blocks. That ain't a lot. It's really not. You should actually want to average more. You should actually want to do more because LeBron James has done more with less. You have done more. with. You have done average with less. Why not want to do great with great? To show the world, yeah, I'm a I'm on LeBron James is on my team, but I'm out here shining, so we can succeed. So LeBron James can play longer, win more, and just be satisfied with just winning instead of saying, oh, "My time is getting up, man. I don't know how long I could do this." Make that mind motivated. When y'all both are motivated, y'all a dangerous team, man. That helps the others get motivated. That helps the others want to be great. But since you want to be complacent and say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm satisfied with that, you a joke to me, man. AD, do you realize when you came back from injury this year and we played against the 76ers, you know you dominated Joel Embiid offensively? He couldn't stop you. Defensively, he couldn't buy a bucket against you. Like, you was doing all phases of the game. That's the kind of AD I want. That's the kind of AD the Lakers need. That's the kind of AD that will be in the MVP conversation and defensive player of the year conversation. There should be one time this year or a year that you not in that conversation. You should be in those conversations. Hell, you should have been the first one of the first players to do that. You should have... Everything, every success that Giannis has right now, AD, you should be a part of that. You should have had that. That should have been you. You have a better jumper than Giannis. You play better defense than Giannis. And you have more appealing numbers when you was in what's some con than um than Giannis. But Giannis is hungrier than you. Giannis works on his game. Giannis evolves his game. Giannis makes his teammates better. You don't. AD, do you realize when you was in college, they looked down on you? 
You was a blocking machine. You was a defensive presence. Your offensive game wasn't even there yet. But you came to the NBA and you knew you had to get an offensive game. And you got that. But you forgot what you stand, what your platform was. You was a defensive guy. And it's, and it's crazy that you don't remember that. If I was you, I would have motivation. I would have the motivation to say, you know what? I want to get better. But right now, man, you a joke, man. And I dare somebody try to argue with me that AD is that guy when I've seen the last couple of years. His numbers been going down. Shooting percentage going down. Efficiency going down. Availability going down. Hell, you don't even know AD's out there unless the camera's on him and he got on Gucci Louis Prada. Like, yo, he's a joke to me, man. And that's why he's going to continue to get dominated. I just recently just watched highlights of Giannis dominating AD at the Lakers and at Milwaukee. That's sad. It's sad because it's disrespectful to the big men that came before you that you're not out here working. There's a lot of guys that wish they had that talent like AD, that can handle the ball like AD, that can facilitate the ball like AD, that can dominate the post game like AD, that can dominate on the defensive end like AD. Man, he don't want to be great, man. That's why the Lakers won't go far until he realized he's a key contributor to the Lakers winning another championship or multiple championships. Because LeBron James don't got it enough leg power and efficiency to get us to the promised land. He needs help. That's why he brought you here, AD, because he know he need help. The West ain't getting worse. It's getting better. Uh, what is that? Memphis ain't going nowhere. Minnesota ain't going nowhere. Yeah, Utah is going down. But the Pelicans are going up. Yeah, the uh, Trailblazers on the rebuild, but the Mavs is getting better. The Nuggets are... Uh, in the same spot, but they ain't going nowhere. The Warriors are the Kings right now in the in the West. Teams are starting to build and starting to say, we ain't afraid of LeBron James. We ain't afraid of the Lakers. They can't even stay healthy together. That's sad. That's real sad. But he ain't the only one. Oh, yeah, I'm coming for you too, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson arguably want to have – top five talent in the NFL. He's a top-tier quarterback. I don't care what nobody say. He is. But he just don't do it either. Listen to these facts about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was in the top 10 rushing when there was running backs like Ezekiel Elliott, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Nick Chubb, and Ezekiel Elliott. That's Come on now. What quarterback you know doing that? I ain't seen Michael Vick do that. Lamar Jackson not only is the first quarterback to do back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, but he broke the single-season rushing record as a quarterback, which was previously held by Michael Vick. Then we could talk about his passing game. He led the league in touchdowns. He led the league with a perfect QBR. He left the league. He led the league. Led the league. Led the league. And is the only player to finish a game with 400 yards passing, 
zero interceptions, and 50 yards rushing. Led the league with a perfect QBR. Right. And a, and a high completion percentage that season is the youngest quarterback to come in and go to the playoffs, to start a playoffs. Not to mention, have a high winning record. Like, what are we talking about here? But you know what? Ever since he's won the MVP, he's digressed every season from there. And people might say, well, it's his receivers. The Ravens ain't known for having receivers. But when you look at the championships run, the Ravens always won championships based off what? A functional offense and a stellar defense. And we don't even have that. We're going to win some games with Lamar Jackson. But we can't get to the promised land until he realized he has to take his game up a whole new level. And he's been complacent ever since he's won that MVP. If you don't believe me, look at the games where we played. Look at Miami game. Look at the Buffalo Bills game. Look at the Tennessee Titan games. Look at games where we had to play teams more than once. Look at teams where we got to play that have good defenses. Other than that 2019 season, we haven't been stellar like that since then. And people want to talk about, well, he don't got no receivers. He ain't had no receivers then. He didn't. He might have had a running game, but he ain't had no receivers. And then y'all talking about, oh, we about to do great things this year. How? We're hoping, we're praying that our running backs come back better than ever. And it's being speculated that our running back won't come back until preseason. Oh, probably won't even come back in time for preseason because both of them turned their ACL. Then we got to hope that our receivers can catch the ball because based on training camp and mini camp, they couldn't catch the ball till our quarterback got there. Let me tell you something. It don't matter the timing. It don't matter the rhythm. If a ball hits your hand, you got to catch it. You got to catch it. Then you want to talk about the defense. We don't have no stellars on defense unless you're talking about our secondary. But we got to hope that Marcus Peters comes back. We got to hope that our defensive line is hungry. We got to hope that our linebacking core is hungry. The only for sure thing we know is that we got a top-tier secondary. But all secondaries crumble when the defensive front line ain't good. When that quarterback got time, he can carve up any defense. You saw a little bit of that where Rams couldn't get to Tom Brady. What happened? In the Super Bowl when they played against the Patriots, the Rams played against the Patriots. Tom Brady ate them up because they couldn't get to him. That secondary is none and void when you can't get to the quarterback. But back to Lamar Jackson. Yo, you're doing all these things with your legs, and low-key, they, they should call you sweet feet. But when are you going to elevate your game? When are you going to take that notion of, and I said the games before, let me go even further about the games. Miami exposed the fact that Lamar Jackson can't read defenses and call audibles. If you run a zero blitz, that means everybody's coming. 
That means the slant, quick slant is open. That means a seam, quick, boom. Three seconds drop, uh, three step, uh, three step drop back, boom. After a while, the defense of the defensive coordinator will, will call an audible and say, you know what? We can't keep blessing Lamar Jackson. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna play chess right now. We're gonna switch it up a little bit, see if he can recognize it. And why would the defense coordinator have to switch it up? Because you can't read. That don't make any sense to me. Mm, exposure. They didn't play against the Detroit Lions. This game, we needed leadership. Your wide receiver previously said how you have soldiers and don't know how to use them. And me personally, I said how you got how you got hands and don't know how to use them. Because he dropped four touchdown passes that day. If I'm Lamar Jackson, and I saw he tweeted that. And every year he's in the conversation of most drop passes in the NFL. I'm like, yo, let's go outside and catch the f- and throw some passes because we ain't leaving until you catch a hundred balls out here. That's greatness. That's leadership. That's not being complacent about oh he he dropped four passes this game. He gonna come back next. No, shoulda coulda woulda nothing. If it was a fifth, we all be drunk. So why are you out here not taking charge, taking leadership, and making the guys on your team respect you? And sometimes team your teammates gotta fear you because they know you're a crazy MF. You gotta do things that make you look crazy. You gotta do things that show your teammates that I'ma give everything I got. I hear all these good things that the Ravens say about Lamar Jackson. But I don't see those great things anymore. I see a guy that just want to be out there just to be out there. I don't see a guy that's hungry. You know a guy that's hungry? Patrick Mahomes. He's hungry. You know a guy that's hungry? And I don't really watch him or like him. It's Russell Russell Wilson. That man is, since he's been in Denver, he's been watching film. He was working out with his receivers constantly. Every day, he's been working out with them. Derek Carr has been working out with Devontae Adams. Hell, all these quarterbacks, Joe Burrow working out with his guy. Joe Burrow even had to tell his best friend, yo, you got to play better. Jamar Chase is his guy. I'm pretty sure Jamar Chase will stay on that team as long as Joe Burrow stays on the team. They'll find a way to pay both of those guys, and they stay together. That's leadership. You got to hold players accountable. Mar Jackson hasn't done that yet. I watched the first game of Las- when they played against the Las Vegas Raiders. There are throws that Lamar Jackson needs to make, but he can't make because he's unwilling to want to get better as a pocket presence. Then he gets unrattled in the pocket. Yo, stand tall and let that thing go. If it ain't there, run. You are the leader of this team. If there are plays that you feel though aren't suitable, and you see the defenses are reading it. You said they read now. They know what we're doing. Then why the hell are you not changing it? Why the hell would you keep running the same play and keep saying the same things and not change? If my offensive coordinator give me a run play and they blitzing, I'm calling either a timeout or I'm audible in it. I'd be like, yo, check this out. I said, hey, load up, load up, load up. 
That means they loading up the loading up the uh the box. Hey, inside quick slant. Let it go. Boom. Right there. First down. I bet you they won't load up the box again if I keep doing that. Those are the things that separate the good players from the great players. You got to be wanting to be hungry, Lamar. Yeah, I know our defense couldn't hold up in that game against the Raiders, but a lot of that was on you too. You got to be able to execute, man. And it's just what Lamar Jackson, it's just the little things, man, that, that the little things that matter. You got to do the little things to make the big things look easier. And if you don't understand that, then maybe you need to go back to school. And people say, well, they haven't figured them out. Yeah, you're probably right. They, they probably won't ever figure them out. All they got to do is shut everybody else down around them. And then that slows him down. And that's what any great quarterback. That's why defense coordinators get paid a lot of money. But it's also the reason why offense coordinators get a lot of money to combat the defensive coordinators. But, hey, man, these two guys are very complacent, and I don't like it. They both are my favorite teams, the Lakers and the Ravens. And until they really wake up and say, I want to be great, both of these teams won't win the championship in a long time, or at least so why these two guys are on these teams. So maybe the Lakers fans out there, the Ravens fans out there, maybe y'all can send this to them, and maybe they can understand. Like, yo, you want to be great? You got to make some sacrifices. Shannon Sharp says something, and I'm going to leave you up with this. He said, in order to be great, you have to make sacrifices. You have to say, I got to put all this aside, and I got to do what I got to do. Shannon Sharp, Shaquille O'Neal, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, all these great guys that I look up to made sacrifices. Shaq couldn't spend as much time with his family. But you know what he did? He became a four-time champion. He became one of the dominant, most dominant players in NBA history. He became one of the wealthiest big big men in the world, creating his own brand for suits for big and tall guys, buying JC Penney's, buying Elvis catalog, being a COO or sponsor with Papa John's, picking up five guy deals, Wingstop deals. Anything you name, Shaq is a, a business-minded man. Shannon Sharp, not only did he dominate CBS while he was still playing sports as an analyst, but he also dominated his audition for Fox, holding it down with Skip Bayless on Undisputed, created his own podcast called Club Shay Shay, created his own drink. Like, that's domination. That's sacrifice. He had to sacrifice for his kids so his kids could have a great life. And now he's a grandpa that's successful at his age. That's dominance. That's not being complacent. That's being great. Maybe AD and Lamar Jackson take a page out of those guys' books. And even for me, every day I'm working on my podcast. If you see me at work, if you see me in the in my house, in my room, I'm out here working hard. I don't need to say nothing else, man. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr. And to everybody out there, don't be complacent. Be great.